0: Welcome to Soul Shine, your guide on how to be fucking awesome, hosted by Emily Olivera and Emily Kosofsky.
1: Ready as I'll ever be. All right. We're on. Welcome to Soul Shine, the act of being fucking awesome. We're just trying to help you be awesome. Trying to help you, trying to help ourselves. Yeah, you
0: know, definitely just trying, trying. Have you, um, have you seen Sleepless in
1: Seattle? Going way back here when they meet at the end on the top and the yeah. lights are all lit up. Yeah. Yes. Didn't someone like fall in the train tracks and was in a coma and she fell in love with the brother? Ah,
0: you are thinking of something else that's while you were sleeping, which is oh. tremendous. You could watch either. Anyway, <laughs> in the first one. <laughs> There's a part where she's in the car, Meg Ryan, and mm-hmm. she's singing along with Christmas music, and she's like, "Horses, horses, horses." <laughs> and so, for this episode, in my mind, I've just been going like, "Choices, choices, choices." I'll <laughs> have to
1: pull that
0: up because this is our choices episode. Yes, here we go. I will. I'll show it to you. We
1: get a lot of uh, choices. How did we choose
0: doing this episode? How did this come up for us to be like, we got to talk about this?
1: I feel like I probably brought it up because I strongly dislike standing next to someone that's trying to make a choice. To me, it's the most frustrating thing ever. Mm -hmm. Because again, my personality in my head, I'm like, just fucking pick one. Let's pick one so we can move on. And then... If we don't like the decision, we'll come back to this. We'll pick something mm-hmm. else. But fucking pick something. But I stand well, there. Well, there's a lot to that, right? Don't do that, <laughs> <laughs> Emily. Don't do that. Don't do that. That's Good why job. We don't have friends. Don't do that.
0: Good job for not freaking out on everybody. <laughs> I'm
1: freaking out right now. Make a decision. But it's hard. We have a lot of choices in almost every aspect of our life. We have a ton of fucking choices.
0: I wonder how many on average we make a day. I Mm. mean, it's hundreds.
1: I'm going to say more than hundreds. Thousands. Because
0: we're talking about every single action. We're all like, I'm going to have tea. We just decided. I just decided on peppermint. You have Earl Grey. I
1: do.
0: We just ordered some sushi. We made that
1: Mm, decision pretty snippety snap. Come on, man. Come to my door. Um, Yeah, I guess when I think of choices, I don't think of those things. I think those are just activities that I guess, yeah, you have to make a choice, but... You know, I'm talking They're like decisions. Ah, like you're thinking
0: bigger picture, life blueprint. No, I'm thinking ah.
1: smaller picture, like uh. Uh, grocery store, restaurant. Oh, what you're going to wear mm-hmm. like real basic stuff. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I like all those other choices, too. Mm-hmm. But like small stuff, like picking out your clothes in the morning. How many times do people change their outfit? How many times have they change the shirt that looks like all of the other shirts? till so they find the right shirt. And do it every time, but then always hang all those other shirts back up in the closet. You're making your choices harder. You go to the grocery store, we are going to have crackers. How many fucking crackers are in the cracker aisle?
0: Well, it's also not entirely right. It's not people's fault that we no, are at living all. with at all. 75 choices for crackers.
1: It's not our fault. It's just our environment. It's awful. It's such a vacuum. Do you feel like you make a lot of decisions? Based on choices daily. Decisions based on choices? Yes. What do you mean? Not decisions based on Mm. what you need to do to get out of the house, but like based on choices. Someone is handing you multiple options. You're handed multiple scenarios that you need to like pick and choose versus because it's like you don't really pick and choose I'm going to choose to brush my teeth first. And mm-hmm. then I'm going to eat, like, not that. Not mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. kind of choices. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. What's something that people give you when you get to work? Do you ever have to make decisions uh, based on a multiple selection of objects? Do you get what I'm saying? Am I talking in circles? I think
0: I understand. Like, so, for example. Um, do you go to Starbucks in the morning? Do you get coffee? Right. Do I have time to do this? Or um what do I do because this appointment is running over?
1: No. Like, you walk into Starbucks and you're like, what am I going to get?
0: Oh, I pretty much make those decisions ahead of time. Unless, like, something really surprising is on the menu.
1: Then do you feel torn? Not deeply. No FOMO? But no. no. I'm, I'm talking about, like, those kind of choices. Okay, I got it. Like no, the no, no. I, simple kind of choices. Mm-mm. Like, the simple choices that we should be able to plan ahead for or no I would say no okay
0: I am I'm just I would describe myself as decisive good and and self-aware in terms of my like preferences and
1: you know so it's easy I, for you to make those types of decisions
0: relatively for sure okay. for sure yeah every once in a while it's it's like man both of these things sound really good but I could always come back
1: <laughs> in a few logical weeks. Thinking. That's logical thinking. People don't think that.
0: Well, there's a lot of pressure to be, you know, everything make doing the best. So, wanting to make the best choice, we're not necessarily applying that in the way that it's meant to be applied. You know, I mean, yeah, make make the best choice when it comes to your life partner. You know, you know but like, do you have to make the best choice on you know your appetizer? Sometimes I like not
1: making the right choice. What does it do for you? It helps me make a better, more educated choice the second time around. You know, Live and learn? Live and learn. Like, oh, I really didn't like that appetizer. Now I know when I come back here, that's off the list. I'm never going to have that again. You learned something. Yeah, I'm like, that's a time saver. I know that's a no. Mm-hmm. So I like making not the best decision sometimes. But I feel like I always make the... 99% of the time I make the best decision because I tend to always stick to the same thing. Like, I don't right. feel like I'm missing out. and I don't feel like, oh, I need to try all of them. I need to have all of them. I find like the well, one I like and I just kind of stick with it.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm curious about. When, when you see someone stuck like that, you know, should I get this dressing or that dressing? You know, what it, I don't know what that hesitation is, if it's like. Actual fear that you aren't going to like
1: it, or what that's, other people would choose. That's what I don't get either. I'm like, what is the thing? What's the that's block paralyzing us? Yeah, what is it?
0: I guess it could be different things. Well, would you say the um, the fear the of- fear of actually not liking it? Like you, you know, you commit to the the daily chef special. Mm-hmm. It arrives and you don't like it. Is that what you're trying to prevent? But there's an easy solution for that. Well, that's yeah, okay. okay. But maybe it doesn't feel like there is, or I don't know, or maybe people just become so used to being
1: indecisive that uh, I become- think I think people are becoming used to it. I think that it's like something people say, kind of how people are like, oh, "I'm so tired." Like, did I ever tell you I said that once? People were all talking. Everyone's was like, I'm tired. I'm like, me too. And I was like, wait, no, I'm actually not. Mm-hmm. But is it like something that like, oh, I worked so much this week. I'm so tired. Oh, I'm so indecisive. Oh, kind I of like joining in. I, I think it's like, yes, yeah, so you kind of feel apart. Like, I'm indecisive too. I can never make a decision. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it becomes just something people say. And I, I'm a big believer in like your inner dialogue and all that. Oh, like, and our language constructs reality. Absolutely, yeah. like you're making this your reality. If you go around and you tell everyone, I I'm think, so indecisive. <laughs> I think I was telling you this is
0: a while back about some podcasts I was listening to. I don't even know, probably like Ted Radio Hour, Radio Hour, Radio Hour. And they basically it was like, how much, how much proof do you need to take action?
1: Whoa, did we talk about this together? I think,
0: well, I think we talked about it, but we didn't necessarily record it. I'm hoping I'm not repeating. No,
1: I don't think you're repeating because I don't think we talked about this.
0: Okay, so yes, the idea was like, what, suggestive proof versus definitive proof. They told this brief story, this dude, way back in the day, Frederick Hoffman, studied coal miners. He collected enough proof by 1918 um, about... Coal miners lung, but it took until the mid 70s for you know anyone to do anything about it. So thinking about they were like, how you know we pie we can pile up all this suggestive proof and everyone's kind of sitting around waiting for definitive proof. And I've been thinking about that a lot since since I heard that. I'm surprised we didn't talk about this. I think we've been waiting for this choices Um,
1: episode. Alan Watts, I guess I'm talking about. Yes. He also was talking about this, and he is from, like, years ago. Right. He was talking about this. <laughs> this dude And is he said, old. when is enough enough? Yeah. When is enough enough? When do we make that jump and say, okay, this is enough information? And mm-hmm. he's like, people never do because there's always more. There's always more. What if? There's always more. Facts. There's always there's always more. He's like, when is it the time?
0: I feel like I feel like we lack trust in our ability to kind of persevere or adapt. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's part of what's holding us back. You know, if I, I don't know.
1: I feel like if we're lacking confidence and making these big decisions, that we should start with. Smaller decisions and try smaller things to shake us up so that when it's time to do the big ones, maybe they're not as scary. Ease in. Ease in. So let's give an example
0: or two. Um, I have one I'll take from a client. Love it. They are considering changing their career track, but have some understandable hesitations. Both people in this relationship. Is it a client? It's a, a client. This is one person. Oh, I thought it was a couple. Okay. Um, and so, because probably because I'm using they, maybe.
1: Yeah.
0: Anyway. Threw me off. <laughs> um, anyway. You know. Um, so, yeah, they, they're thinking about changing. And instead of just up and changing, they're going to do a 12-week course Ooh. in a topic that they feel they might um, you know want to transition into.
1: I thought that's so cool that's yeah so I mean
0: you know we could argue it's not the smallest of changes but it's also it's smaller than changing your job entirely
1: than just quitting your job and going out there and how about how to
0: avoid making a knee-jerk decision on something like ending a relationship what could be a small thing Mm. I would do like maybe even like invest in yourself a little bit, you know, and see what happens. Like making sure it's not your own issues, mm, your yeah. own bad juju that's bringing you down and making you kind of look through, view the relationship through a negative lens. Ooh,
1: yeah. So
0: like have a little self-care reflection weekend where you're making sure your headspace
1: is on straight. Yeah. Sometimes you need to get out of your space so you mm-hmm. can get back in your space yeah I like that my brain didn't even think of that I actually really like that because it's like we do see the world out of our own perspective and it's like instead of just reacting like it could just be you like it could Mm -hmm. be you Mm -hmm. like take the time and like kind of like self-assess and evaluate because you might not want To be in a relationship, it might not be the person, the person might be, the person might be awesome. But if you're, you don't want to be in a relationship because you feel like you don't have time for yourself Mm -hmm. and you find that you take time for yourself and your partner is encouraging of it and Mm -hmm. accepting, you're like, maybe you've been assuming for
0: years that they're going to feel abandoned if you start going to the gym. And so Mm -hmm. you just have,
1: yeah, blamed it on that, but really all along. Yeah, I like that because we do we see everything in our own perspective we see it how we want to see it and we're like this is a bad relationship this is bad mm-hmm. and it's like no you just feel trapped for no reason you're creating your own boundaries that might not necessarily be there i like that taking some time
0: yeah i'm playing a little devil's advocate maybe
1: i don't like oh, i know i call them They're hard i use the uh the like analogy of when you're jumping in a pool. When I do have to make those kinds of decisions, I'm like a jumper. I'm that, like, motherfucker. Eventually. Like, like, we're going in the ocean. Here we go. I'm that motherfucker that charges oh into the ocean. Because I'm like, can I, know I tell cool. you
0: my way? What do you do? As a kid, we would get onto the ladder <laughs> about, you know, thigh deep. Oh. Face, face the ladder. And then lean back once and clap. Lean back again, clap twice, lean back again three times, and keep increasing until you eventually fall back. See, that seems so stressful. I'd be like, it really I'm just going go once. Yeah. i done, I already did That's it, I'm here. certainly, you know, you live and learn. That is the better. <laughs> You're training now would, yourself. Now I would jump. That's kind of funny. I
1: like that. No,
0: you got to go in. There's this TED Talk, I forget who it's by, about um, the, the brief window of opportunity that we have between making a decision to do something and actually doing it and she found something crazy like there's this three second window you know oh I'm gonna go uh you know
1: fold the the laundry and then one two three you're done yeah okay that's five second rule you can talk yourself out of anything in five seconds but if you just get up and like Three seconds and just do it, you're doing it.
0: She actually suggested that you like jump out of bed as soon as you hear your alarm. And I'm not sure we're suggesting you go that far. But the, you know, every once in a while, the the one, two, three, go. One, two, three, go. Just go. One, two, three, one, go.
1: Two, three jump. Yeah. Cause as soon as you jump, you're no longer worrying how cold it is, how deep it is. You're no longer worrying about you're, any of these things. And you're automatically not where you were. Exactly. So like when I do have to make hard decisions, I'm like a one, two, three. I need to fucking do this right now but it's not I don't want to though. prolong
0: how I'm feeling inside. There's a difference between being wise about it mm-hmm. and being knee-jerk about it.
1: I like to think I make wise yes. decisions.
0: <laughs> Just but, jumping all over the place.
1: But sometimes I think the wisest thing to do is to make a decision. I agree. You can change it. You totally can. Ninety-nine point yep. nine nine percent of the times, whatever decision you can you make, you can change it. But you need. to I hundred percent agree. My
0: parents, I have to say, for they did a good job with <laughs> instilling in us this belief that really nothing is set in stone. You know, what I mean, things can certainly be really, really hard to get out of. But but very very few situations are impossible to get out of. Yes. And so, like you know, trust. Go parents. Go parents. Thank Go parents. you. Go parents. Talk about the other stuff maybe another day. <laughs> Thanks we'll for never. that one. will leave that
1: to a different episode. Yeah. Um, but no, nothing's really set in stone. You can change things. You can make another decision based off of your last decision. But, you know, some of the things I jotted down that I think people think are helpful, but I think destroys decision-making on, like, mm. small scale. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, I was thinking, I'm like, what are all these things we look at, like Yelp, Consumer I Reports, love Yelp. TripAdvisor, Angie's List, Wirecutter, and I'm like, these things are supposed also to make it Not easier? advertising for any of these. No, no. Um, Use just them if an you example. want to. Those are, just, you know, up to you. When you Google, those are the first things yeah. that talk about. Man. Um, but we have these things that people think make life more helpful, but I think we overcomplicate even the littlest choices.
0: And so I've tried to instill or, or ad, adopt certain habits such as the like the whole bucket list thing, mm-hmm. having a list of restaurants that you'd like to check out for that year. And you know, obviously you can be flexible, things come up, things change, but like in general, it's a good way to avoid, oh where do you want to go out? I don't know. Let's look at Yelp. Oh, God. There oh, are like God. 30 places within Yelp a mile of worst. us. It's
1: a black hole.
0: It is a black hole.
1: It's a black fucking awesome. hole.
0: I do use it regularly, but... Uh, I, don't.
1: I only use it to find locations mm. and like websites. Because, fun fact, Yelp, Consumer Report, TripAdvisor, Angie's List, Wirecutter, oh. they're all paid oh, advertising. Completely. Yeah. If I want to pay Yelp more money, I'm going to be the first hairdresser that pops up in front of your face... Because I paid. Right. Not because people reviewed me and I'm so great. I paid yeah. for that. It's not, right. So no, it's you're, not a
0: foolproof system. No. It's not an authentic and honest system. So
1: it's like, do what Emily suggested. Sit one day and look at a bunch of restaurants. You know you're scrolling through your Instagram feed. You know, you know, whatever city you're living in, Boston Foodies is popping up. And you're like, I yep. want to eat there, there, and there.
0: I do recommend Thrill List. Have you ever been
1: on that website? Oh, yeah. I
0: fucking love that.
1: Yeah, I look at that a lot when I travel. They have fun stuff. Yeah. They definitely do. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah, like, bucket list. Write your own list. Write right. your own Yelp. Write your own consumer report. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just keep your own thoughts about that. Because we're just making decisions based on how much a company puts into their advertisement. Completely. But we don't really realize that. And that's Eventually, you have to that's trial and error your own product. Yeah, we're not supposed to realize it, but you're supposed to <laughs> trial and error. Yeah. And that's why sometimes I like making what I don't think is the best decision mm-hmm. in a restaurant. Because I'm like, cool, trial and error. Mm-hmm. That's going on my Angie's list. I'm never going to get that again. <laughs> <laughs> but Angie. in a bad way Put a bad review up there. I don't even know how to use Angie's List. I've no.
0: never been on that one, but either.
1: but I know it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I hear the advertisements. For I do it. as
0: well, unfortunately.
1: Um, but I feel like those are definitely some things that we think help make decisions. But sometimes ask, it just adds complication and things like asking other people's opinions. Oh gosh, I feel like you the have constant your, pollers. You have your core people. I'm not saying don't ask people opinions. Don't ask every single fucking person you come into contact in the day. You don't need everyone's fucking opinion. Ask the one or two people you trust if you need to ask somebody. Every person that walks into your office, uh, Hey, Greg, come here. I want to ask you something. What do you think about this? Don't. Don't ask. Greg doesn't know shit about no whatever you're asking him about. No. Greg's going to pick what he thinks that you probably want to hear or yeah. the thing that people think they want to hear. He's not going to necessarily pick the correct answer. So it's like that's another thing I feel. Having too many opinions around us cripples us in making decisions because I don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hurt their feelings. Hurt their fucking feelings? No, no, don't do that. Nice. Not, you know, not don't like go in out the and way hurt their that feelings. we're talking about, <laughs> but like not with malice.
0: Yeah, protect your feelings. In, if it's part of wise decision making, then by all means, <laughs> do
1: it. Hurt their feelings. Crush them. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like wait, that wait that doesn't sound very no, soul shiny. No, 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 no. But but it
0: could happen. Yeah, and it would be okay.
1: And people Gre- get over it. Greg Trust. won't remember tomorrow that you <gasps> said that his opinion was bad. Greg probably won't remember.
0: <laughs> what can people do? I mean, track, try to catch yourself if you are an advice seeker or a validation seeker. You know, and just be like, what is that? Maybe that means that I'm not. I'm not going enough on my own gut instinct. And I'm mm. not developing enough of a sense of of self around decision making.
1: Yeah, like take and a turn and be that. like, wow, holy shit. I can't make a fucking decision to save my life. Right. Practice. Make a small decision. Yeah. Pick what your family is going to have for dinner that night. Don't ask them. Cook it. They will eat it. They won't even know that you didn't ask them what they wanted for dinner. If they no don't one, like it, they can shut up. Exactly. But no one wants to make that decision either. Yeah. So just make the decision
0: and it's save so everyone the hassle. Executive decision-making. Yeah. It can also be empowering.
1: It's very empowering.
0: Yay, that's a good thing. Yes.
1: And I'm not going to lie, I'm usually the decision-maker of most of my group of people I surround myself mm-hmm. with. I'm always picking the things that I want to do because no one else can ever pick anything. And they're all totally happy with doing that because someone right. picked an activity, but... I'm going to pick what I like. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to raise my hand and say, yeah. I'd like to do this. And everyone goes, okay. Yeah. So I feel like.
0: Somebody's got to do it.
1: Yeah. And I feel like the the added benefit of usually doing the things that you want to do or eating at the places you want to go or just. Completely. That's awesome. That's awesome. You just convinced like six other people. Win. Yeah. Like this is what we're doing and they're all cool with it. <laughs> so like just make a decision. People will start looking up to you. Wow. She's so good at making decisions.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's it. The formula to
1: being That's well it. liked. I wonder if she got on choices over there. Oh gosh. Gosh.
0: Well, right, thank you. I had I I guess I thought a lot about what blocks us. Mm. So we talked about fear, wanting it to be the best choice. Um, and I guess, yeah. How can how, how to help people push through? Mm. I think it comes back to not creating an expectation where, like, that voice is going to totally go away. You know, it's not like you're going to wake up one day and be like, I don't give a fuck how my partner feels. Like, fuck that, you know, like, <laughs> I'm just going to, I'm going to break their soul and I'm feeling great about it. <laughs> you
1: might. You might. Sometimes you might. You might wake up and you might hit that fucking wall. That's say, true. That's You true. know what? <laughs> Fuck that person. I need to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. And if you can't get there in baby steps, I hope that you wake (laughs) up one day and you're like, fuck this. I'm choosing what I want for me today. So it might happen. It could. It It could. Usually doesn't.
0: No. Sometimes it does. It's usually a little bit more incremental, I would say. Yes. Hope it happens. (laughs) (gasps) Any day now you could wake up. (laughs) and just want to change your
1: fucking life. (laughs) <laughs> oh, sorry, Susie. Um, okay.
0: We just gotta calm down now. Um, we just had lunch, so we're which really-
1: is kind of funny. I jotted down. You know, we have an option to sit back on autopilot and let our surroundings control us. We choose to shy away from things that make us happy. And most of us aren't even sure why. Work, family, friends, perspectives of your life. Why are we shying away from the things that make us happy? Why are we choosing not to be happy?
0: Ooh. Oh, wow. That's deep. Ooh. Ooh. Choosing. Okay. Because
1: that's what we're doing when we shave off Maybe the skin we think, of everything.
0: Maybe we think we deserve it. We deserve whatever, unhappiness in some way.
1: You might have more experience with this, but when I shave everything back and I ask people stuff like that, no one ever thinks they deserve it. Mm -hmm. No one openly says, "No, I feel like I just deserve it. You know, when I had done, like no one, I, as just a hairdresser, not as an actual therapist, I've never heard anyone feel or say that they deserve it. Right. The not being happy part. Like we think in our heads, well, maybe there's that psychological thing, but I haven't had the experience where people. If
0: anything, I completely agree. If anything, there's a bit of a taboo mm-hmm. to kind of, you know, it's maybe, you know, I, someone who's then narcissistic or overly confident is like saying, I'm just, I deserve that, you know, mm-hmm. or thinking too much of themselves. Oh, so maybe it puts and them instead, in with a
1: different title.
0: Yeah, I think there's a bit of a stigma around talking like that um but completely there's a huge theme of people feeling just lacking worthiness you know or maybe
1: that settling makes me so upset i'm not an emotional person not many things make me upset That's i true. think that i'm like a sociopath honestly but when people don't feel worthy of whatever it is It like it gets me fired up. Mm -hmm. Like I kind of want to like punch him in the face. (laughs) Because I'm like,
0: like, "Mm, I love you so much. Like, like, I love you so
1: much. Don't do that. I'm telling you, you're worthy. (laughs) But it's like that shit makes me sad because I'm like, it's so sad to sit next to another human that has, you know, all the opportunities that I have, have all the things around them. And for them to not feel like they deserve it, I'm like, why? Like, if you could see you from outside of you, Mm -hmm. like, dude,
0: you're the shit. What? Oh, what a beautiful point, right? If you could see
1: you (laughs) from outside of you. From another point of view. Like, legit. Like, it actually makes me upset because I'm like, there's nothing I can do. I can't control this in my own physical power. That can change the way you feel about yourself on the inside. I can temporarily make you feel better, but I'm like, I wanna like crawl up your fucking nostrils and like just like (laughs) explode in there and like just make you feel good, you know? That's Mm -hmm. dirty. Explode in there and feel good. Just anyway, anyway. Okay, 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 that won't go. But um oh, we got thinking over there. Yeah.
0: Yes, well, like, I was just bump, thinking that of that. Out. You reminded me of the Maya Angelou quote of something like, the trouble is overcoming how we think of
1: ourselves.
0: Mm. Something like that.
1: I uh, I read something recently, and it's funny because now I'm thinking about it. There was this thing that said... Um, you know, most of us wouldn't even recognize ourselves walking mm-hmm. down the street because our perception of who we are. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it was like a meme and someone wrote back underneath that and was like, yo, I can't stop thinking about what I look like outside of me. And it was like kind of like a joke. But every day I'm like, wow, what do I look like outside of me? Mm-hmm. Like, what would I look like walking down the street? And I look at people and I look at it on their phones there, mm-hmm. and I'm like. I'm usually walking. I'm like when I notice me. I think I notice me. I walk with my chin up. I see everything. I think I'd see me seeing me and be like, oh, look at that person seeing me. And but it's like I've been really thinking. I'm like, wow, what do we look like? Yeah, exteriorly. Like, I thought it was the weirdest <laughs> fucking thing. It
0: is a bit mind warpy. Yeah. But it certainly helps with getting perspective. Yeah. And just thinking. I mean, it is the absolute most biased you can be is whenever we're thinking about ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> so remember that. Uh, yes, that my worthiness. Quote? Oh, I stopped quote? looking. Ah. Um, but yeah. Worthiness. That t- that ties in hugely with making choices.
1: Choices for ourselves. We make choices based on either where we currently are or where we've been because that's all we know. So we're kind of basing choices off of the past, off of, you know, maybe other people's values. Maybe you're making choices because you grew up and this is what your family did because you don't really know what your own values are. You haven't taken notes and wrote down what you stand for. Go back to episode. Three. Whatever. you know, <laughs> It's titled. Go back a few. <laughs> Click the back button. But it's like. <laughs> you know, just shit like that.
0: Okay, we got we got the quote. Nice. The real difficulty
1: is to overcome
0: how you think about yourself.
1: The Real difficulty Boom. is to overcome how you think about yourself. Mm hmm. That I is a real lie. difficulty. She
0: is not lying about that.
1: Sometimes I sit and if I'm maybe having a bad day or if I just feel a certain type of way, I'm like, holy shit. I have 10 fingers mm-hmm. and 10 toes, two eyes and taste buds. I'm like, I'm doing good. And it's, yes. I have. Like to, I'm doing good. Yeah. I don't know why that just came up. What were we talking about right before that?
0: I don't know. But now you got me thinking about... I was taking a bath the other day, and I had the same moment of like, you know what?
1: I'm alive. This
0: is this shit is cool. Yeah.
1: I'm not you even should stop th- and think about that right. sometimes. It's fucking fascinating. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, got on my toes. <laughs> and they help me stand up so I can walk because I'm a human being. That's weird. Mm-hmm. So choosing to stop and pause for a little bit of gratitude <laughs> in the middle of making our choices. This is a tough one. I feel like uh,
0: we we like to say, well, choose joy. Or um, I, for me, there's just a tough line between like, yes, we can choose our perspective. And then also sometimes we're just in a funk or we're feeling the feels. And how do we kind of cope cope with that? Like, let's say we're having, we're just kind of in a funk for whatever. Maybe there's not even a reason maybe it's just raining outside and you feel like maybe mercury's nah. in
1: retrograde perhaps <laughs> ooh. ooh um <laughs> um i feel like when i'm in a funk or i'm feeling a feel
0: people say i should just be able to like choose to be happy or choose to like look at it positive you should understand that these are all thoughts you are not your thoughts Oh, I heard something the other day. I forget if I told about you about how we can look at thoughts as okay, we're like standing on the side of the road. There are cars passing in front of us. The cars represent thoughts and they slow and stop in front of you. And you can choose whether or not to get in, hop in, and go off for a ride with mm-hmm. them. Cool. You can be sure. like, I'm good. I'm, I'm walking walk on the sidewalk forward. here on my own without you. Without I'm choosing you. Choosing not to get into that car. Right.
1: Oh, that's cool
0: visual. Where'd you see that? Honestly, I forgot. I did not come up with it. I definitely <laughs> heard it on podcast or something. Just passing it along nice. as I do. I gotta get on some podcasts. Oh, this is. Well, I, I mean, I made the choice to <laughs> listen to it so I can sort of segue it in. Doctor Fucking Death. It's not called. It, it doesn't have fucking in it. It's just called. <laughs>
1: it's just no called
0: fucking in Doctor Death. It's just called Doctor Death unbelievable story from like 2010 to 2015-ish, Texas. There's this surgeon. It is it's literally only the only, sorry, Texas listeners. It's sorry, the Texas only it? <laughs> time in this country that a surgeon has been prosecuted for harm, for abuse to a patient. It's like the only one of its kind. Really? Six episodes. So fucking
1: good. I'm gonna choose not to
0: listen know, to that. I know, it's not for everybody. <laughs> it's for fucked up people like myself. I feel like, my like buddy everything
1: Mateo true crime and Mateo might like
0: that. I'm okay. actually gonna tell him because he's like, recommend it me, to your
1: people then. He was telling me about true crime and I was like, I don't like stories. He's like, me neither, but they're real stories. And I'm like, nah, no, I still don't like stories. He listens to true crime. So I'm gonna actually tell him, remind me. Um, that sounds scary. I'm thinking. I'm gonna stop thinking about it. I think okay. we're gonna wrap up choices. We okay. know choices are hard.
0: Yes. Um, but we also believe that you can make them and that you deserve what's
1: on the other side. Yes. I had kind of a final thought. Isn't that Jerry Springer? Does he oh, have a final thought? Take care of,
0: yourselves take care of and yourself and each other. Um He actually I feel like he didn't actually want that, but anyway, okay, go ahead. <laughs> well it wouldn't have much of a
1: show. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. Um, it sounded nice. When thinking of all my choice notes and all my stuff, I thought about the easy stuff like going to the grocery store, picking out cereal, picking out crackers. We really have so many options in front of us that if we can start small and go to the grocery store and not linger and practice making faster decisions, that I think it would really change people's lives their attitudes with decisions and how they make them so i think if you can go to the grocery store and learn to pick out crackers faster that you might show up at work the next day okay and be able to make a few decisions okay you mean flex your brain
0: muscles in flex, that way it's not using flex them. your decision making muscles Yes. In, in smaller ways to build up to being a more confidently decisive person. Yes. Because I'm what picturing okay, got
1: it, got you it. go to the grocery store. You're like, bam, bam, bam. Look at me. I'm crushing food shopping. You go to work <laughs> next day. You're the manager. Sue, you're going over there. Carrie, <laughs> you're over here. All right. We're going to hit this first. Take first it from first. the top, Phyllis. <laughs> Come on, Phyllis. Take it from <laughs> the top. Okay. But I feel like if we can exercise those choice muscles and start with smaller decisions, this is what we're eating for dinner tonight. This is what we're buying at the store. Boom. Then I think it would carry like into other aspects of your life. So yep. go food shopping. Mindfully food shop. And most things are all alike in the grocery store. <laughs> they are. And if you make or the wrong decision. you really decision, are only going to
0: buy the same 20 things every exactly. time. So that's what just I do. it. Exactly.
1: But if you make the wrong decision, congratulate yourself. Because now you understand how to fix it, and
0: not like a sarcastic congratulations, you did it again. <laughs> you did it again, you so... asshole.
1: No, because now like, you're like, a... cool. I'm gonna stop on Tuesday, hey. and I'm gonna pick up the other cereal. Ooh, Ooh, look at me go! Look at me go! Solving fucking problems. Boom, one cereal box right now. at a time. I know why that's word right
0: now. I'm feeling
1: it. Boom. <laughs> Thank
0: you. And Mike, drop goodbye. Peace out. Deciding to end this shit. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) The, okay.
1: The end. (laughs)